This session will cover spinal cord uh, compression. And what am I referring to um, when I speak of spinal cord compression? Well, it's important to keep in mind at the outset um, that the condition affects about 1-5% to 5 of patients um, with metastatic cancer. Uh, diagnostic and treatment delays are associated with paralysis and loss of bladder and bowel control. Um, extradural metastases from vertebral involvement press on the spinal cord um, can also be implicated by spinal cord compression uh, and on rare and rare occasions, um, there is epidural involvement, um, but again, this is very rare. Uh, so, um, our discussion here is going to be divided into four separate areas. First, I'll talk about patient uh, symptoms. Uh, second, I'll talk about the exam expectations. Third, I'll talk about um, diagnosis, and finally, treatment. So, what are the symptoms um, of spinal cord compression? Um, two things to keep in mind here, and symptoms differ on whether or not you encounter a patient um, who has um, early stage disease or late stage disease. Uh, for early stage disease, um, expect complaints about pain localized to the spine or radicular pain due to nerve root compression. Uh, pain will be exacerbated with movement, coughing, lying down, sneezing, um, or straining. Uh, pain generally precedes uh, functional loss by weeks to months. For patients um, with uh, late stage disease, um, expect complaints about muscle weakness, sensory loss, um, uh, urinary retention, constipation, sphincter dysfunction, paralysis, as well as autonomic dysfunction. Uh, so what are the exam expectations uh, for spinal cord compression? Two things to keep in mind here. First, um, tenderness to palpitation or percussion over the left, uh, uh, over the affected area of the spine uh, should be expected. Second, uh, focal neurologic findings, UMN signs, um, abnormal plantar responses, as well as sensory loss um, should be expected as well. So that's your exam expectations. What about the diagnosis? Uh, four things are noteworthy here. First, you want to conduct the history uh, and neurologic examination. Second, plain films are not helpful in ruling out cord compression. Uh, third, MRI is the gold standard for diagnosis. And gadolinium enhances the ability to visualize epidural metastases um, without bony involvement. Finally, if MRI is unavailable, CT scan or CT myelogram uh, can be used to assist in the diagnostic process. Uh, finally, treatment. Uh, what are treatment options? Four things to consider here. First, um, patient outcome depends on rapid assessment and diagnosis. Uh, second, if patients can walk at the time of diagnosis, they will likely preserve their function um, after appropriate treatment. Uh, third, um, early steroid administration reduces swelling and pressure um, on the spinal cord. Uh, the practitioner should administer high-dose bolus dethamexazone. Here I'm talking about um, 100 milligrams um, interven intravenously, uh, followed by 10 to 24 milligrams um, intravenously Q6H. Uh, and finally, uh, I'm sorry, so that, so that was third, and this is the final um, uh, clinical pearl. Definitive treatment options include immediate surgical decompression, uh, radiation therapy, or rarely chemotherapy. And that concludes this short session uh, on spinal cord compression.